What's up, guys? It's Captain Cook. Welcome back to episode three of Spicy Memories. I uh, hope everyone's been doing well on this disgustingly rainy day here in New York. Uh, I want to welcome a friend of mine, Jess, to the podcast. How you doing, Jess? Hey, I'm well. So, uh, Jess is a good friend of mine, uh, and I wanted to bring on the podcast and talk about food, talk about life. Uh, she does some acting. She's a coach at the UFC gym. She's been an artist for many, many years. So, I don't know. I want to talk about food. I want to talk about inspiration, art, life, stuff like that. And, yeah, we're going to get into it. So, first things first. Uh, why don't you give an intro? Tell everyone your name, a little bit about yourself if you want, you know? Awesome. So, I am Coach Jessica. It's kind of what I've been going by lately. Uh, behind the bar, I'm also a bartender. They call me Wolfie. <laughs> Uh, due to uh, the girls named Jessica Lopez in the office, and yeah, so they call me Wolfie behind the bar. Um, so there's, a, there's another girl named Jessica Lopez. Yeah, like oh, in, okay. the, in my other bar, so they just like started calling me Wolfie. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I like Chris said, I also am an artist, like a visual artist. I do some acting and some modeling, but lately my life has been more fitness and health and wellness more than anything so when did that kind of start that transition into really going heavy into that world i want to say december of 2017 because um, i got into fitness back when i was like 19 20 but i did it for all the wrong reasons like i wanted to be skinny i was obsessed with being right skinny. it wasn't about being healthy it was just like exactly gotcha. okay. yeah so i finally i was just uh you know been yo-yoing for the last few years and finally december 2017 i uh, got into ucb improv okay, so nice. i'm like like I need to like lose some weight to you know make sure that I feel comfortable on stage you know like so I was like you know what let's five pounds right uh I had six weeks or so to get um five pounds gone right and so I cut out all the things I like everything, out. like carbs, like cheese, dairy, probably, right? Like so Oh, like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, like, fuck, no. No, that's not, <laughs> yeah. See, and my problem is, like, I go through these, like, little spurts of, like, dieting and stuff. And, yeah, like, yeah. for me, what seems to work is, like, not no carbs, but, like, lower carbs. Because yeah. I do okay when I'm eating a lot of, like, high protein, right. maybe, like, good fat, stuff like that, and, like, minimal carbs. yeah. My problem is that I love carbs. And like, I mean, God, and everyone like, does. I know, yeah, and, like, and that's so. that's my problem. But dairy is one thing where it's like, right after I got a really bad test result of high cholesterol, um, which, thanks mom, uh, <laughs> due to hereditary reasons, my cholesterol when, when a couple years ago was 420. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's supposed to be below 200. Yeah. So uh, he was like, you want, might want to change your diet. And I'm like, those yeah. numbers seem a little high just for diet. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, it's totally not diet. It's hereditary, but you should also change your diet. I'm like, okay. So I cut out meat mm. and I cut out cheese and I was eating like soy cheese for a while mm. and I would rather lick the pavement. That was, that was just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It was just like, like to me, like yeah, no. you eat, you, you've been eating cheese your whole life. Obviously I'm yeah. assuming you love cheese because yeah. you're, you know, human. So <laughs> like I have, like I have a friend, Dylan, he's like, he's, he's probably yeah. got like a lactose problem, but like he doesn't, mm. he's just like fights through it. Cause like, that's how good cheese is. Of it's course. like, yeah, like, like mac and cheese and stuff. Like, come yeah. on. It's like, I'm just going to fight through it. Um, that's, I, I don't know, I don't know how you were, like, if you really did keep everything off, that's good. I give you a lot of credit, because, like, yeah, so, I don't know. Oh. So, all right, so, yes. Um, so, the thing about carbs is that you need them for fuel. You just need carbs. You get, Like, if you don't do, like, I tried keto once. Once. And once. then. Keyword, once. Once. Yeah. And I'm more of, like, a savory person. I love food. I, I don't I like 
candy. You don't have like a sweet tooth. Not, like, no, okay. I like chocolate. But again, more food than anything, right? Like, you give me fucking mac and cheese or pizza or burgers. Right. I'm good. So, I was craving, like, sugar. I was craving, like, gummy worms and, like... Usually like, that happens when you stop drinking. Yeah. After drinking a lot. That's usually your body, like, wants the sugar. Yeah, so. but that was, like, for for me, for, like, the, it was, like, the carbs. Like, I was, get, I got rid of, like, I wasn't eating any carbs at all. So, I was, like, um what the fuck why am i craving candy like this is weird so i just went back to a normal diet so like the i guess the what i'm trying to say is that when you go into like a quote-unquote diet right. you want to do something that you can stick to lifelong okay because this is a, remember fitness so it's not like basic. a diet it's more like you're changing like a lifestyle, lifestyle. it's a okay, lifestyle gotcha. yeah gotcha. so basically what i did because my lifestyle has basically just been i'm just gonna eat whatever i want and I'm gonna tell people that I used to weigh 400 pounds, cause like I don't like I'm I don't look like you amazing, but I look really good for a guy that used to weigh like 450 pounds. Right, you want to you know? be like you're like a this is like a success story. You right, know? exactly. Like this is like this is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. Like it looks yeah. amazing, right? Like yeah, like, yeah. I was like it's a lot of work went into this, you know. Um, yeah. But no, I, that I get. So it's like because a diet, it's like I think. A lot of people start to say keto things because, like, when you think of like a diet, it's like short term. Yeah. Right. It's like exactly. It's like a little tiny stint. Right. But if you really want to stay with it, you've got to like look. Every now and then, you're gonna like just go off. Like someone's just gonna fuck up. Like I mean, like I'm sure you like some kind of fast food or like burgers. Oh yeah, of course. Like you know, someone like you have to live a little. Right. Like my cousin is. um, My cousin does uh, uh, fitness videos and like fight choreography and stuff like that. Right. And he's. He's, he was very strict on his diet for like a long time and he used to live in the city and he was saying you know one night they were prepping all this like quinoa and grilled chicken and they were he and his roommates were making like these mounds of food and then someone just like mentioned the word five guys and everyone just stopped and they just wrapped up all the food and went downstairs <laughs> and, like, and like destroyed like a bunch of burgers like they each had like a double yeah, double you know burgers are my fucking weakness yeah I, I will say uh, that like uh, the burgers tacos pizza pasta yeah, that's just like just oh, the, man. the four. Ooh, I just got goosebumps. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! All right. Um, yeah, I know, and I think that's the hardest part. Is like, see, now, and the reason I wanted to talk to you about it specifically is because right. um, those of you who don't follow Jess on Instagram won't know this really, but I know it because haha. So um, yeah. basically, by the way, if you want to find her on Instagram, it's cool. You want me to get yeah. the tag out? Okay, so it's yeah. underscore the Jessica Lopez. Yes. Cool. All right. Yeah. And you can see all of her fitness stuff, a lot of art on there. Then when she makes her homemade tortillas, which we'll get into, because oh, woof, yeah. all right? Yeah. Um, so, what I've noticed, though, is, like, um, I, I, I don't know, food seems to have a big part in your life, and was that, like, something that maybe you discovered when you started living on your own? Was it something that maybe you discovered at an older age, when you were younger? Because, like, a lot of people, it's different. Like, for me, my dad has taught me, is the one that taught me how to cook, and, like, yeah. I've always been given different kinds of food, um, which has been great, but... Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really start getting passionate about cooking until I was, like, older. So, right. um, speaking of cooking, while uh, you answer that, I'm going to go check on the rice. I made us Hawaiian poke, by the way, so i got to go check on the rice. So, okay. I don't know. While I'm doing that, just kind of, I don't know, tell me about, you know, maybe where that really started. Like, in yeah. what way? Because, like, a lot of people, they were like, ah, oh, you know, when I was younger, I just kind of ate whatever my mom made. Blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, some people, it's, it's I don't know. Well, it's, it's funny how that went because, um... I, uh, my, my dad did most of the cooking, so <clears throat> my mom kind of just, you know, uh, did the cleaning, so my dad would cook, my mom would clean, um, you know, again, my mom was a teen, she, 
you know, a teen mom. My parents got married when uh, my mom was uh, 17 and my dad was 21. And then they had me at 18 and 22. But uh, my my uh, dad had childhood diabetes. And um, so we were very strict about everything. Sugar and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah only because, um, you know, we're a team. You know, my mom's like, I'm not going to bring home food that your dad can't eat. That's fucked up. Like, let's right. do this as a team. So we all, like, would eat pretty healthy. Like, my dinners consist, like, whenever my dad didn't cook, it was, like, chicken cutlet broccoli mashed potatoes like, gotcha. that was like okay. our standard dinner you know sometimes she would make like mexican food but very rarely okay so it was um, pretty it was pretty healthy yeah so like, we, it was pretty it was it was pretty because because of the yeah. you know what, what he was going through it was kind of like yeah and then like again he was in and out of the hospital a lot and then like they had my sister when i was 10 and uh, so i kind of got saddled with babysitting her uh, which it was fine because she was so fucking cute. I loved yeah. it. I, I love playing house, you know? So she's 10 years younger than you? Yeah. Wow. Because, yeah. you know, you've posted pictures with her and she doesn't. She looks, like, older than that. She yeah. That's why I thought I thought you two were, like... You told me she was, like, way younger, I feel like, once because I thought yeah. that she was, like... Not a twin, but I was like, oh, she's got to be, like, maybe two years younger or whatever. And then yeah. I know you were a freaking decade older than her. So that's and probably like, good for you. That means yeah. that you're aging at a very good rate. So that's, yeah. that's good. That means when you're, you know, 60, you'll look 40. So exactly. So anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, but yeah, no, so, so yeah, so that was, like, babysitting her, like, a, whenever my mom would, like, go run errands with my dad or they had, like, a doctor's appointments. Um, so my, I would kind of, like, peek at my like my mom's cooking or whatever and she taught me like a few simple things like she taught me how to like make rice and like eggs and um like steak like how to cook the like good like staple kind of basic yeah basic easy things so i started cooking dinner for the family whenever my mom and my dad were out of town for like the doctors so uh, i actually like i used to make this rice that my brother was obsessed with and i would like throw green apples in it like like granny smith apples wow like uh, saute them with like garlic and and uh, oh my God. yeah and just sounds really good. <laughs> you try it. Wow. Try it. It's fucking delicious. Like green granny smith apples yeah. saute with garlic and stuff and yeah. throw it into rice. And the white rice and just like cook the white rice with it. <gasps> Holy like, shit. Like saute okay. the rice with it and then like then add the water or whatever. I gotta try that. Try it. Let me know. Oh, so saute the rice dry with it and then throw yeah. it in the water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. And then just like throw the water and have it cook with, with the apples. Oh, fuck's my pen. I gotta write that down. All right. <laughs> um, I'm, like, I'm like hearing this. I'm just like, oh, that's good. Yeah, so like I would make um, dinner with that. Is this... Nah, that's a laser pointer for my cat. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, so I started like out like young, so I would cook um, little like easy things. And then I just started finding it therapeutic when I got into like me like eating my own things because I wanted to stay in shape or mm-hmm. look good or whatever. I started, um, like, like looking up, like, healthy, you know, recipes and, like, uh, or maybe cooking the same things that I liked, but, like, in, like, a healthier version. Okay. So, uh, and then when I moved out, I think I did a lot more. I started, like, my apartment was really Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. So, like, I would, like, make, whenever, like, my bananas were, like, super ripe, I would, um, make, like, healthy versions of, like, banana nut bread or banana nut muffins. And, like, it's just, like, I like playing house. So, like, I would, you know, this is my own apartment. It's my first place. And, like, I would just, like, smoke some weed, throw on some reggae, and fucking cook. That's okay. Yeah. Were you alone in your first apartment? Yeah. That's got to be nice. Oh, that was so sick. That's got to be nice. Yeah. Not that I won't love living with my wife. I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, no, nah, I mean, that's got to be, that's got to be nice. 
Instagram. That was super so fucking great. Like, I mean, like, my mom always told me when I was younger, um, when I was in, in high school, like, whenever you're old enough, like, move into your own place first. Like, have you, like, figure out who you are as a person first. So what was it like to go from, to transition from, like, having your own place to then having to live with, what, two roommates here? <laughs> I don't know if they're going to listen. She loves you very much. She told me you guys are awesome. I do love them. Um, I love you, Allison and Chris. But, like, uh, let's just pretend that, you know. Uh, so, but what was it like to go from, like, having your own place, being able to just fucking smoke and, like, relax and shit, and then all of a sudden, you got to, like, not, I'm not saying you got to, like, live by their rules, but when you live with other people, yeah. you got to be considerate, you know? It's, like, yeah. it's the same thing when you have a roommate, whether you're, yeah, for you know, sure. with them or not. It doesn't matter. It's, like, when you're living in, in a space with another person, you got to, you know, yeah, you can't just, like, you know leave the stove on and shit exactly right? so, 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 you know, that's... It, yeah no it's true so basically it was it, it was like a i was like a hermit crab at first and i slowly started so kind of get yeah. like i used to keep all my dishes in my room like i had, seriously yeah i wow. had a little pantry like my idea was like i want to leave my room as little as possible like i'm like i'm gonna get like a like a hot plate in my room to cook in it like i just don't want to be out there because it like i like my version of cleanliness and their version is a little different okay. and i don't blame them like i grew up with someone who owns a housekeeping business well yeah then your version of cleanliness is like like just like you know yep. like on point yeah. exactly like floors you could eat off of and shit and then like a little a little, little more lax about it okay. which is fine because like everyone gets a little bit you know lazy with right. with it sometimes but um i'm just like there's a difference between your ickiness and a stranger's ickiness like right, you could exactly. live in your ickiness and it's it's very different and also there's different kinds like there's a difference between yeah. not saying i'm not saying this yeah. is your this is your roommate <laughs> yeah but like there's a difference between being like messy and like dirty exactly. right all right so there's and it's yeah. okay if like it's messy like like yeah. sometimes like in our apartment one of our problems is like things like collect right, right. so there's like there's like clutter sometimes like maybe right. but like if we've had like a busy week but it's never right. like dirty you exactly. know what i mean and like and i've been to places where it's like dirty <laughs> yeah where it's like i like i didn't feel good having my shoes off kind of dirty yeah like where it's like and i'm not saying it was apartment because i'll let you guys figure that out <laughs> um but so that that i get you know but yeah. like as long as it's not you know but so, like, I mean, the adjustment was, it was so it was like, gradual. Because how long have you yeah. lived in this apartment? A year and a half. So it was definitely very gradual. It was, like, it took, like, maybe a couple uh, months, I'm six talk, months. I'm talking about, like, I literally, maybe, like, three months ago, took, Just my, took <laughs> okay. my, my dishes out of my room. Really? Like, oh, I had man. some. Like, I had, like, a plate and, like, a bowl and some mugs and um, a fork and a spoon wow. and a knife. And then... Uh, I'm like, so the thing that did it, Allison, I love you, um, when Allison moved you in. You hear what she went through for you guys? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you hear what she so, went through for you guys? Dude, all right, so like, Allison is one of the super awesomest people I've ever met in my whole, my whole life. Like, she's so fucking great. Like, she literally talks to anyone. Like, uh, like my my friend uh, Lauren was asking yesterday or two days ago. She's like, "Do you, uh, do you guys have a like a doorman?" Or it was like a conversation about that. And I was like, "Allison's our doorman. <laughs> She's always on the stoop, chilling. She talks to everybody." But um, I think her bringing mochi. Um, the cat, the kitty yeah, cat. Yeah, because adorable before, by the way. Uh, on so freaking cute. So before I had two guy roommates. It was Chris and Bill. And Must not have been that awesome of a roommate. Uh, <laughs> um, if he ever used this, no hard feelings, but like, yeah, we did not click. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was just like not happening. Like, Chris is like super laid back, so whatever, but um, we all kept to ourselves. Right. Like, 
right? And when Ellison came, she just plops into the couch and she's like, this is my home. I live here now and I'm going to do all the things in here. And it just kind of brought us all together, especially with the cat because we all love the cat. That's good though. You, having that kind of positive energy though, yeah, like, no, you she, need that. Like, yeah, she definitely brought in great energy. So um, she wanted to make the place at home and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm going to bring my dishes out. And um, the other day between the both, like the two of us, we literally like gutted everything in the kitchen and the common areas cleaned and scrubbed and threw shit away that no wow. like we'd be like chris is this yours he's like i don't know that's been there forever <laughs> like let's toss the shit yeah, so exactly. we got rid of a bunch of things and like now i can like honestly say like i'm happier there now that's like good. i'm comfortable that's good yes and you like living in the city yeah i mean it's like it's got its perks and it's yeah it's it's pros and cons like yeah. i like the the commodities it offers like I always say I live in the upper, 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 upper. So you're like, side. like really, really in the upper, upper west side. Yeah, so it's it's nice. Like I have a little park. You know, it's like the kind of neighborhood where people are walking their dogs. Like couples are walking their babies. Because it's not like somewhere. you're not living in like you know the East Village. It's a little no. more kind of like laid back. It's a little calm. Yeah, it's, which is it's nice. a little community. There's this one old man that sits on his um, in his little chair and has his art on display every single day like nice. he literally holds out until it, it's unbearable to be outside jesus but like he's there like in like 50 degree weather you know just chilling with his like coat on just you know everyone knows him um so it's like a cute little community and like i said like it's you know i got a starbucks nearby a duncan Dwayne reed so and like you know supermarkets and my uh laundromat it's like two blocks away it's not bad so that leads me that brings me to the next question that i want to ask which yeah uh is not in order but i don't care um so <laughs> all right yeah um while i go finish up arranging our uh poke in there yeah so you live in the city and i've been looking a lot into well, let me start part one of the question right the number one place around maybe where you live or that's mm -hmm. convenient where it's like a cuisine that you maybe never tried before or something that you started eating where you were just like fuck like some like for me people started um like the, one of my friends the first time he had like went to like an argentinian steakhouse right okay. like specifically argentinian steakhouse where he had like real chimichurri okay. and like stuff like that for the first time it's like it like blew his mind and like so what was maybe and it doesn't have to be at this part we're doing the last one but like yeah. being in the city one place where it was just like a crazy cuisine that you had never heard of and like what was your favorite dish there ethiopian I have... fuck. You know, I just had that for the first time a couple really? years ago. My cousin's boyfriend is Ethiopian. Okay. Uh, Ethiopian-American. Okay. And so the first time we met him, we went to an Ethiopian place in the city. Yeah. I never had the cuisine. You're like the fourth person to tell me. It. They're like, yeah, Ethiopian. It's never, like, delicious. It really is. Like, shit. I, and uh, I don't, because I don't want to butcher the name. Okay. But I doubt any it's... Ethiopians will listen to this. No, I know, but like, Especially it's a... <laughs> It's, it's, um, it's like, I think it's like Doron or Doron something. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, it was like a chicken, like a, like chicken breast, like diced up with like some sort of rice, um, and like vegetables and potatoes, I want to say, but I think it was like Doro something. It was so beyond words delicious. Um, it was, it's called, um, Sion Cafe. It's literally like where's T S I O N. No, no, no. Where in uh... on Saint Nicholas and forty seven, one forty seven. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, so it's in it's in 
Yeah, it's in my neighborhood. I was gonna say, yeah, that's in Harlem, right? Yeah, it's in Harlem. So it's it's literally like three, four blocks away. It's such a cute little spot because it's like one of those like it's not necessarily like the basement, but you have to go like down like three steps. And I think this is where he took me. Is it? I think so. Cyan Cafe, you go, and then there's like a little garden in the back. Yeah, and it's like and they it's, do live jazz. The whole dining room is like downstairs. Yeah, right? and they yeah. do live jazz on like Fridays. I didn't see the jazz, but yeah, yeah. I know. What you're, wow, all right. That's funny. Wow, it, yeah, right. the, it's like the bar. It's like all hardwoods, like hardwood floors, and like. Yeah, this is where. Yeah, that's where he took me. That's okay. funny. I feel like you're like explaining it to me. I'm like, what? I think that might be the neighborhood I was in. I was like, well, yeah. yeah. So. There's like another one. There's another Ethiopian restaurant in the village. Okay. On uh, McDougal. McDougal. I've never tried it there, but but yeah, the food is really good. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, just because I like to throw people off, tell me <laughs> uh, your favorite cartoon and why, and what character is your favorite? Oh, pro SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Hands right. down. And who in SpongeBob? Can't say SpongeBob. Uh, I know. I know Patrick. Yeah. Because he's a dum dum. <laughs> But also, I mean, it's hard because I also like really, really like feel for Squidward. You have you have empathy for Squidward. I have a lot of empathy for Squidward. Like, not like watching it as I'm like, you know, now that I'm older, I'm just like, you guys are fucking dicks. Like the Magic Conch episode. Oh my god. I'm like, Squidward, baby. Like I'm sorry you have to deal with this. Insane. But. Oh, yeah, Spongebob, dude, I, my obsession with, like, dude, months before it aired, I used to get Nickelodeon magazine. Really? Yeah, like, uh, I had a Like, as a kid, or were we talking, like, three months ago? Okay. No, I had a subscription. I was like, like, are we talking, like, a couple months ago, or you mean, like, as a kid? No, as a kid, I had a Nickelodeon magazine subscription, and uh, they were, like, announcing it, like, whatever, and then I was like, who is this little guy? Like, I, I and I marked it because, like, I saw, like, a commercial for it or whatever. I marked it on my calendar. It was, like, April 1999 or some shit. Or May. So, whatever. It's still, like, I was, like, obsessed with it. My room was um, ocean blue. And it had, like, oh, the, the, the flower, like, the, the sky. Um, I had uh, anything that had Spongebob's picture on it. I had it on my walls. I had Spongebob drawings. I had, like, fun facts about Spongebob. I had, like, little cards with, like, the characters and, like, their little, like, little bios Mm -hmm. on them. Um, I had sheets, comforters, blankets, the whole nine with Spongebob. I had, like, stuffed animals. And I remember one time in seventh grade, there were rumors. I don't know if you heard or this was just in your shell. But there were rumors that it was going to get canceled because a kid drowned looking for Spongebob in, like, a boat with his parents. I feel like that's a bigger problem for the parents to where you probably should have said, like, don't go in the ocean. Exactly. Like, or where was it? Where did did he drown? Uh, Like, that he almost drowned looking for Spongebob in the ocean or whatever. This was, like, a rumor, right? So I freaked out and I went to the public library after school uh, in your shell, and I looked up Universal's or Nickelodeon's like address, and I got a bunch of kids to sign a petition. <laughs> I'm not no, you even kidding. I swear to God. No, that's fucking dedication. Oh yeah. That is like. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. So I I don't I mailed it like everything, and obviously it didn't get canceled. I'm okay. not gonna say it was because of the petition I signed, but like I mean, you know. you're also not gonna say it's not because of the petition, right? Exactly. So that's good that you brought up SpongeBob. Because, what do you think is the secret ingredient in the Krabby Patty? Plankton. <laughs> you, think, you think it's plankton? <laughs> that would be fucked up. Imagine all that time he's trying to find out 
what the secret secret ingredient is, and yeah. it's him. Oh, you man. remember that episode where he brings like his army of cousins? Oh my god, yeah. And then they they say like the secret ingredient is plankton, <laughs> and then the one stays, and he's like, "Why aren't you running?" He's like, "Why well, I can't read?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh god. Dude, I even wrote an episode once. I still have it. Seriously? Uh, yeah, I wrote. You an wrote ep- fan fiction. Yeah, I wrote an episode called the uh, the cootie pie. Oh my god! And I like drew it like like I drew like um scene by scene and I did like a little comic, you know like that. Episode. Why haven't you published this? This is like I should. I was just thinking, change the name like a little bit, make it like a parody. I was thinking um maybe mailing it to um to Tom Kenny for my thirtieth birthday. Imagine like if he could like do something because he's he really does love stories. But don't say you're thirty. Say you're seven and you have terminal cancer. And, then, and if you say that, he'll be like, "We wanted to publish this for Little Jess Lopez." Yeah, like why they call you Little Jess? Don't worry about it. Like, don't you know, worry. It's like we hope you get there soon. So from us and the people at the Make a Wish Foundation, here's 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 your episode. I was really mean, but, but it's like, that would that would work. Well, but it's like um so um it's I wrote it in two thousand four, right? It's because it's signed and dated. Yeah. So it's like in in uh because I hear that like the newer ep- I haven't watched the newer episodes but I hear that the newer episodes are kind of lame. Yeah, they are. And they don't make sense and they're like they're running out of ideas. Well, also those those seasons that we grew up with where we started really like because I watched SpongeBob. Everyone watched SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. And like those iconic seasons in the beginning. Yeah. It's just you can't. You they're so good. I know, it was so good. It was just like <laughs> Dude, and my parents watched it with us because there's shit in there that you miss. Like, and yeah. little jokes and stuff. Like, when Squidward finally eats a Krabby Patty, and he oh, goes yeah. nuts, and he goes in the vault. Yeah. And it's like, don't eat that many Krabby Patties. It's like, why? What'll happen? I'll explode. No, they'll go right to your thighs. Yeah. And then he just blows up, and then you'll explode. Like, you know. <laughs> and, but it's just, yeah. like, little tiny things, like, cut in like that were just amazing. And Squidward, like, the fact that they had this, like, like existential, like, manic depressive, like, oh, Squid, yeah. like Squid, who's just, like, constantly, like, just in a bad mood. I don't know. Yeah. It was, like... I think it was kind of cool because it was introducing kids to the fact that, like, there's going to be people like this in your life that are just, like, miserable. And, you know, sometimes that's how it is, but there's, you just got to deal with them, you know, which is fine. Not saying, not, you know, saying people's misery is stupid. I'm just, like, you know, like, imagine, like, you know, you have, like, a depressed roommate when you're older, you're just like, fucking Squidward. Like, you know, it's like, but I don't know. I mean, you can't get better than most seasons. That's like, that was like, that was the best. Exactly. So, like, the episode I wrote, it was kind of like the hooks. You know how Mr. Krabs was, like, telling them, like, the story of the hooks? Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. So, that's like kind of, like, what the episode's about. It's, like, um, he's telling, like, a new girl moves into town, and her name is Spongina Squarescourt. <laughs> <laughs> and SpongeBob starts crushing on her. Oh, God. Yeah, and then Mr. Krabs is like, no, the cooties! She has the cooties, and, um... So basically, that's like the whole episode of them like trying to fight. Like, that sounds or, fucking awesome. Yeah, I I should publish it. You absolutely should, or at least <laughs> yeah. put it online so people yeah. see it. Like, have it go viral. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah, you should totally send it in for your thirtieth, and you're turning yeah. thirty and next year. Wow. Yeah. You excited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I did what I had to do. My twenties have been great. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll be thirty like, like in a year, literally. So it's like. Doesn't yeah, I know. Yeah, we're getting old. It's weird. Yeah, it's, weird. it's like it's happening, you know. Yeah, like I when my mom was twenty nine, I was a whole middle schooler. Really? I yeah, I, uh, I was in in middle school. Oh my god, it's weird. It's insane. Yeah. So, do you think about yourself now? Like, if you were the age you were now, having 
like a 12 or 13 year old. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know what I mean? Because like, and I say that too, I say that to my, um, my stepmother-in-law all the time because it's like, yeah. uh, like she's, she's not that, she's like 43, I think, 44. Okay. But like, I try to say to her, like, you know, my dad had me when he was 42. So I'm like, you know, imagine being your age and having like a newborn. And she was like, fuck that. Like, she's just like, she's just like, nope. <laughs> like, you know, my, you know. Yeah. But like, I mean, now that you've lived, you know, you're a little bit like, imagine being this age and like, you know. Yeah, no way. You can't imagine, yeah. Oh, hell no. Like, no. I can't. No way. I mean. No. 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 I'm like, no. Like, I spent my 20s, like, fucking watching cartoons and like, you know, eating food in like fucking bed, like curing a hangover yeah like, you I know. know like no thank I you know. i've done some stupid stuff in my 20s too which is yeah. it's funny because i've spent pretty much all my 20s with my wife who was my girlfriend for most of the time yeah but like so i got a lot of dumb shit out of the way right in a very short amount of time but it was like <laughs> yeah. a binged amount of time where it was right. like from the ages of like 16 17 until like 20 right i was just like fucking up just like a lot and you know, yeah. I grew like 11 inches of hair. I was right. like, I lost a bunch of weight. I was, you know, my band was playing everywhere. I was just like living, you know, a solo life. But right. I don't know. It's the people say that all the time. They're like, you know, do you miss like, in fact, you missed out in your 20s? I'm like, I had great 20s. Yeah. I don't know what, I'm yeah. like, I don't know what, what, like, what, I'm not like. What missing out are you talking what about? what I've come to realize is like, whether you're single, whether you're with somebody, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. if you've enjoyed the past like nine years, who fucking cares? Like, exactly. the people who are like. Man, I feel like I lost my twenties because you were with somebody. Like you probably should break up with that person. Like exactly. if you feel like that, if like, you, you feel know? like you're you're missing out, yeah, you exactly. should probably break up with them and don't waste their time. Exactly. Because um, most people in their twenties are looking for what you fucking have. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're at the age now, especially where people don't use me as an example. We're like right. we're freaks of nature, but people usually at our age is when you really start to kind of get. Not more serious, but, like, to the point where you're, like, you're not looking to waste time, you know? Right. Like, and I'm not saying that, like, every single person that you're going to date is potentially you're going to, like, marry and be with forever. Right. I'm saying, like, you don't, you, I, I don't know, you, I think you start to cherish more time. Like, mm-hmm. you start to cherish each moment that you have. And you, like, realize that, like, maybe because you're getting older, like, you know, each year does count. And, like, right. you want to have fun. It doesn't mean you have to, like, be with somebody you're going to marry for, but, like, you know, and, For like, sure. You know, you want to be with someone... Who actually appreciates being with you? You know, I mean, because exactly. I mean, I know people, like you know, friends of my brothers and friends of mine that were together for, one of them was like a decade more. Oh wow! And then in like their late twenties, early th- they broke up, and it's like you gotta like start your life over again, which is like yeah. it happens. People fall right. apart. People get divorced. You know, I'm not right. saying you know whatever. I mean, divorce happens more than staying together now, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, I, it's I don't because know. It's people just... marry the wrong people anyway to right. begin with. I think, and if you get married for the wrong reasons, exactly, then. It happens, but exactly. also people, you know, they just grow apart sometimes. It's just, you know, it's yeah. life. But yeah. so while I go get our lunch-ish, yeah, I don't know if you ate. So basically, <laughs> uh, guys, I'm gonna put a photo up of this, uh, probably on my Instagrams. But uh, the one thing on the podcast that's gonna be a recurring theme is I'm gonna feed people, uh, especially if they come here and do the podcast. It's my sign of appreciation for sitting down and talking with me into a microphone for a fucking hour. So. Um, for Miss Jessica today, I made some tuna Hawaiian poke. I got a very nice, fresh piece of tuna that was just cut probably yesterday and, um, marinated in some soy sauce, some sesame oil, orange juice and zest, uh, green onions, ginger, 
regular onions. Um, I should have done it with a sweet Maui onion. Fuck, I'll do that next time. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I uh, threw it around. I'm going to throw it on just on top of some rice. And yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be amazing. So I'm just going to see if I can pause this. Guys, you're going to have to bear with me in these early day recordings. A lot of kind of, um, you know, mixing and matching, you know, kind of trying to find a recording. I got to remember that I'm, you know, recording and not just pause it like there's no one else in the room. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in one sec. And yeah, enjoy yourselves. And we are back. All right, cool. Uh, you got to do it now. All right, that's a stupid fucking voice. All right, so I was like, I was like, I could totally pull this voice up. Um, so we just had a little, little break to eat. Uh, we had some wine poke. And uh, I'll share the recipe with you guys on Instagram. Uh, I'll probably post it later. But mainly it's soy sauce, sesame oil. I think I told you earlier, orange juice, stuff like that. Um, I served it with a slice of orange. It kind of helps lift that citrus, you know, even just by smelling it. What you guys don't realize with some food is like, if you put an ingredient in something and you want that to stand out, place something else on the outside of it to kind of like bring it out. Like if you had taken a bite of that poke, right? You maybe wouldn't have noticed the orange juice and zest like right away. But when you're eating it and you're close to the plate and the aroma from that orange slice all of a sudden is going in, it's triggering those flavors that are already in there. So you always want to have these like other elements. That's why certain food is served with certain flowers. It's served with right. a certain garnish, you know, like things are served with parsley and cilantro for a reason. It's so that they bring out certain flavors. It's not just like, cause parsley and cilantro are dope, which they are, right. um, which they're, they're amazing. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had a little break. That was awesome. Uh, but yeah, so let's go on to the next kind of, uh, next kind of, you know, whatever. So one thing I want to notice that I did notice is that you make your own tortillas. Oh, yeah. All right. So I, my wife and I eat tacos probably, homemade tacos, probably at least once a week. I'm not one of those right. people that goes and buys tacos a lot because let's be honest, like buying tacos at places is like very risky sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like, let's see what their interpretation of a taco is, you know, like to exactly. me, a good taco is like, you're from Nourishell, you know about Mr. Yeah. Taco? Yeah. yeah I know yeah, about yeah. Mr. Taco. Right. Like to me, that's a taco. Like you go, you pay almost nothing. You get just a flat, good corn tortilla, right? Yeah. Basic onion, cilantro, that's it, you know? You can put whatever sauce on top you want, whatever, right. you know? To me, that's like a good, you know, not like, you know... Like, the Taco Project is a place where it's like... There's one in Tarrytown, there's one in Bronxville. Of course there is. Yeah, it's like a bougie-ass... <laughs> you, know, you know about the taco. All right. So, you go and get these, like, pork belly tacos at the Taco Project. Shout out to the Taco Project, by the way. Your overpriced-ass tacos are tasty as fuck, but they are overpriced. <laughs> So basically, you go there and you get two tacos. Sometimes for like seven fifty, um, and it's just like I don't know. To me, it's just like so much money for like a little tiny taco. Yeah. So you make your own tortillas. So tell me what it's like to actually the first time you really started making tortillas. Like, did you do it like years ago with your mom, or like did you just start making tortillas? It's funny. So like I mentioned earlier, my mom was not the chef of the family. Like she honestly avoided cooking at all costs growing up um she wasn't like the type to like sit next to her mom while she cooked like my mom would barter with her siblings like one of my aunts would be like um she would ask my mom like hey like can you help me write a love letter to my boyfriend because my mom's like a she likes to write and she reads a lot so my mom's like very poetic and artistic so i'm like okay, I'll write your stupid love letter, but you got to cook for me. Hey, that's a good, that's a good trade. Yeah. yeah. So my mom never really learned to cook, but I mean like throughout the years, like my dad did teach her a few dishes and, uh, she did learn how to make tortillas. 
but she's only made them like a handful of times and like she made them i remember one time maybe like maybe like five months four months ago or something it was like early summer she was making um like i was like calling her i called her on the phone i call her like every day and i'm in the city right so i, didn't, I only get to see them like once a week or whatever and um i hear like the little like, little smacking and i'm yeah. like what are you doing she could I, like i said she never makes any like traditional dishes and my sister's like laughing my mom's laughing i'm like are you fucking making tortillas like what the fuck you never make tortillas so my mom's like i'm sorry she calls me because my sister used to call me jacka because she couldn't say um jessica so that's like my nickname she's like i'm sorry Jessica. she's like i'll make you some next time <laughs> so then like she does make them like uh like maybe like two months ago i came over and she was like making them and i'm like recording on instagram and uh, she she she's like put taking it out of like the little bag we we put like a little plastic like bag on the press so that like it doesn't a, um, stick like a, a gallon zip like a, lock, right like yeah. you, cut a, you cut a gallon zip like lock. a liner yeah okay. so it doesn't gotcha. stick to the to the actual press so she pull, she's pulling it off and it tears up. I'm like, Mom, you're making me look bad. What are you doing? But um, the rest came out good. So basically, like I, I think I told you, um, the other day. So what we so I um, I went on a date uh, with someone I've been seeing for like about a year almost. Uh-huh. And um, so we went on a date um to Williams. He lives in Williamsburg. And he took me to his favorite taco spot. And it's like authentic fucking tacos. But it's in Williamsburg, guys. So Nice and guess, far, right? Yeah. yeah, guess how much it fucking it was pretty. I'm gonna bank on four fifty a taco. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. All right. That was I was highballing the yeah, like, no, it, <laughs> shit. It, it All right. was, it's basically like each taco was uh like three seventy five to four dollars. Okay. But it wasn't. It was. It wasn't the six inch tortillas. It was like three inch tortillas, the really tiny ones. Oh, they were, so it was, they were tiny. Tiny okay. tortillas for because when you do dollars. the when you do the top when you do the tortilla press, it's they, they stretch out to almost the whole yeah. size of the cast iron press, which is like six about six inches. Yeah, it's right? about six inches. Okay. So I mean, you, like it depends on like the ball, like the size of the dough that you put out. If you want, so that's what. So I was looking. So it's like so you use a cast iron one, right? Yeah. Okay, and you have to make it like a, go- a golf ball, basically? Yeah, like, depending on the size, like, you, you basically, like, uh, ball it up in your hands, yeah. in your palms, and then you kind of, like, either, you, like, flatten it out a little bit so that it's, like, round, okay. you put it in the center, and then you smash. And do you, do you use, like, measurements for the masa and the water, or are you just kind of, like, eyeball it, you, like, so you, like eyeball you want it to be, it. like, kind of hydrated, kind of wet, but, like, tacky, like Play-Doh? Yeah, you got, you, the consistency is definitely Play-Doh. Like Play-Doh. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And that's just, like, and with practice, you'll kind of, like, know how much water to put in with certain, mm-hmm. okay. So what I did, like, any good old millennial, I just looked at the instructions in the back. Of course. It was, yeah. But, it, <laughs> so, but yeah. it said, like, two cups of, uh, two cups of uh, masa to one and a half cup of water, but that didn't work at yeah. all. It was like dry as fuck, so I kept adding like a little bit of water okay. until I got the consistency. Because you have to do that anyway. Like when I make like pizza dough, it's the same thing. Like pizza dough, you can look up measurements all the time yeah. of like ratios to use and stuff. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like no. you have to like feel it. You gotta like yeah. you gotta add more dough. You gotta add more water. You gotta add more dough. That's just how For it is. Sure. So, you know. You know. I, so. I I like to eyeball. So that's what I did. And I, I, like one cup, two cups of um, masa will like render you a shit ton of. How many for like two cups of masa? How many tortillas usually? Can oh, you if you do like like maybe like four inch tortillas, not like the whole six inch. I want to say you get a good like twelve to twenty. Really? Yeah, you get a bunch. And two cups of masa. 
Yeah. What the fuck? Seriously? Yeah, I got like a solid twelve tortillas out of that thing. I think. God, Jesus. it's so much cheaper because the the. It's... And then after well after you actually form them, you just do it dry in a pan. Oh yeah, so that's uh, so it's, so. I'm curious about. So that. this is how you do it. Usually, like what we call it is, <laughs> we call it a comal. Yeah. Right, and it's basically a skillet. Uh, I don't own one of those, but I do have a nonstick like pan, right? That'll work. I like a Teflon pan. So what um I did was yeah you just like I make sure that it's like on medium heat, and it's like already hot, and you just like lay it on there. It won't stick, obviously, because wow. it's a nonstick. But even yeah, if yeah. it was like a, even if, if it, it was, was just like a regular color, like I, yeah yeah okay. it just doesn't. Like a saute stick. pan or anything like the stainless steel saute pans. Exactly, it just won't stick. Do people um, like fry them? Because I know some people use like pork fat and things in the uh, actual like a, a yeah. like a good trick for some places is. They'll take the masa and they'll put in water and some salt, but they'll also take like a little bit of pork fat and work that into the masa. And yeah, stuff. some people do. But that. Like, you don't need to, right? It no. can just be masa and water. It gets you yeah. a good corn tortilla. Okay. Exactly. They just like you know people like to play around with the ingredients and stuff. Okay. And they're gluten free, right? Yeah. It's, it's all corn. So yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. They're gluten free. That's really and a good a good little uh, little little tidbit. That's actually what got me thinking. I'm like, damn, I should have her on the podcast because like yeah. the reason and this will kind of lead into like the transition out. The reason that I wanted to have you in the podcast is because you're somebody who obviously appreciates food. Yeah. You make a lot of food. You are not shy about that either. Like, yeah. you know, you post it everywhere, which is awesome. But you're in a world where that's not that common. You know, because like, yeah. and that, like people, I don't know, like people, especially like, like people that are like super into the keto and stuff like that. Like they, yeah. I feel like a lot of those diets, they are just trying to make you feel better about the amount of calories that you're eating. Yeah. And, like, calorie moderation is something you should obviously have. You can't right. walk around eating unless you're, you know, like my cousin and people that are, like, you know... Athletic. Like, bricks. Like, right. I mean, you know, if you're burning 6,000 calories a day, right. like a freaking bodybuilder, obviously, mm-hmm. you know... Yeah. Like a strong man, like, yeah, they need to eat 13,000 calories a day. Yeah. But most people, even if you are physically active, I'm, I'm sure you don't eat. 4,000 calories a day, no. right? No. Okay, that's um, like... I do eat a, high, a higher calorie count than um, someone who's a little more sedentary. Yeah, but your body's constantly moving. Exactly. That's the difference, like, that you're I, moving every day, so it's like... Yeah. It like, keeps I'm, everything going. Yeah, I'm in the gym for hours at Every a day, pretty much, yeah. right? Do you work, you work, what, seven days a week there? Yeah, so I'm there Monday through... Right now it's Monday through Friday, but usually it's Monday through Saturday, um, depending on my client's availability. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm there, like, th- like all day, every day, basically. Like, I'll go in at 7 in the morning, I'll bang out, like, two, three clients, and then, you know, I have, like, my lunch break or whatever. Like, I could go home, do laundry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I teach, like, a high-intensity interval training boot camp class. You hit boot camp? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Right. So, that's fun. Everyone loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah. So that's a fun class to teach. Jesus. Yeah, but that's like one of those classes that you burn like probably between like 500 and 700 calories. Jesus Christ. So I tell them all the time, like you can't, you don't have to eat less. You just have to eat more of the good things right. and less of like right. the shit. And also, but every now and then you got to like, you know, also be a human. You of know, course. like, like, yeah. you like, it's like we were saying earlier, we'll go back to this is like you were. You got to make like a lifestyle change. It's not just like a diet. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, and it has to be sustainable. Otherwise, right. you're going to go back to where you were. Right. And again, that's like, and you got to eat like that, like in general. Like I don't mm-hmm. eat red meat every single day. I don't eat fast food. I don't eat carbs in mass amounts every single day. Like you, I eat, you know, most of the time during the week, especially we're eating, 
you know, chicken breast right. and like, you know, lean like pork chops, right. like the pork loin chops, you know? Yeah. Um, without like barely any fat on them, you know? And like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's, it seems like people get this very like regimented mindset in with a diet that it's like this very stint of like, all right, I'm going to do this from now until that now to, you know, and like right. what I do usually is I try to watch what I eat for most days of the week. And then like the weekend I, I also do, but if I have... Like, last night, I had, like, my stepmother-in-law and my mac and cheese. Right. And I'm just like, fuck it. I haven't had carbs in, like, a few days. I'm just yeah. gonna, you know. It's like, you gotta, every now and then, you gotta, you gotta live, a right, live a little bit. But, um, okay. So, uh, one of the last things I really wanted to ask, because I asked this, I'm gonna ask this to everybody pretty much on the podcast. So, yeah. congratulations, by the way, on being the first guest. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, because you're on the third episode, and you're the first guest. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so people just been listening to my fucking voice. For the last two episodes, it's <laughs> yeah. like finally somebody yeah. different. Jesus. Um, okay, last meal, like Wait. one more meal, and that's it. And then you're like about to get the chair or some shit. Like my last meal. last meal, it could be any amount. It could be anything in the world. It could be it lasts as long as you want. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, but um, um, something that I just wouldn't get tired of. You can't say like a cyanide sandwich either, because that's just oh, like cheating. No, oh, or no, like no, if you no, have no, a peanut no. allergy, you can't be like PB and J, like you know. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> so. no. It's something that I really like. I fucking love shrimp tacos. Shrimp tacos, really? Yeah. See, like, now that is not a last meal like, that I've gotten a lot. Really? No. I usually like, not with tacos. People want to go with like an entire pizza or like people want to go with like a pound of pasta you know what I mean yeah like, see like I love see like um but I feel like like pasta and like uh pizza or even like thinking I'm thinking of like the traditional Mexican dishes that I fucking love like uh you've probably never heard of uh tamales lesser known cousin uchepos I have actually a you woman have? At, a woman in my school sells them yeah. oh dang, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. awesome yeah, yeah. so yeah. they're basically corn tamales yeah with no meat inside or anything. And they're usually eaten with like sour cream and salsa. Mm. So good. Those are one of my favorite things. Like my mom makes them like once a year. So, you know, it's coming up, mom. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Coming you know, up, it's holidays. Seasonal. Yeah, I know. That's it. Is so. that how it is? Because it's like, it's only once a year that she sells <clears throat> them. Like, she takes mm. pre-orders at the school. Yeah, Of yeah. people who want to buy them because like her aunt brings them in or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's insane. Yeah, so like they're not that difficult to make. It's just like, you know, it's... Is it, is it like corn. a culture thing where it's done like once a year? Because it's not that nothing's available, right? It's no, like, I mean, like, it's just corn. It's like seasonal. It's seasonal-ish. Because um, it's like, I guess in the holidays, people eat them more okay. often. But, um, but yeah, I feel like I would get, like, sick of them. But I just, like, I like, like, um, like a really good, like, shrimp taco with, like, like a mango mm. salsa okay. kind of thing. Okay. Because they're, like, not, like, too heavy, you know? I don't know. I'm, like, actually really surprised that I said that. Hey, you know, but, hey, whatever comes to your mind first, that's good. But, yeah, but I, like, yeah, I fucking freaking love shrimp tacos. Shrimp tacos. Okay. I had a really good shrimp taco at um at a speakeasy in uh, Miami. Oh, wow. Called okay. Bodega. So if it's you, called Bodega? Yeah, if you and Brittany ever go, it's in Win, uh, Windward? No, what's the, the art district in Miami? Uh, Winwood, I think. Winwood, it, okay. Yeah, Winwood. So it's called Bodega, and it's like a neon, like pink sign that says Bodega. It literally just looks like a street taco truck, like on the inside, whatever. And then their bathroom leads to like a warehouse, like okay. 
like a club. That's crazy. But, you know, speakeasy. It's the drinks are really good. Yeah. It's a little pricey, but the food is awesome. The tacos are great. It's worth it though. Yeah. Oh yeah, and again, Florida. Yeah, fish it's tacos, the best. Shrimp tacos. Good. Yeah, the shrimp is probably fresh. Like oh yeah, like so day. good. Hell yeah, oh, so. God. Really, really good stuff. They have like coconut shrimp tacos too. Oh, Amazing. That's what the the mix of like mango and fruit. Like for those of you who don't know, Jess just got a bottle of them. my hot sauce. The main three ingredients are mango, coffee, and habaneros. All so for every mango, there's like a whole bunch of red, usually habaneros that I make, and I put real cafe Bustelo grounds in there, so it's actually caffeinated. So that's my. I don't realize that, but the nights that I make hot sauce. I'm constantly, like, tasting it to see how it is. <laughs> so like, but I'm not realizing. I'm just, like, scooping straight, like, grounds into my body. So then, like, around 11, I'm, like, twitching Wired. on the couch. Like, I'm just, like... And I'm, like, what the fuck is happening? Why am I so, like, you know... And, like, I don't realize why. And then I'm, like, yeah. I just spent two hours, like, consuming a bunch of hot coffee. That's hilarious. Um, but, yeah. So, I, the, the mix of, like, fruit and coffee and... Because, see, my wife and I got this hot sauce from Queen Majesty. What up? In Brooklyn. Uh, that was black coffee and red habanero. Okay. And I was, like, this is really good. But I'm, like, it needed... You need to be like brightened up a little bit. So like right. you, you, you just tried my hot sauce before, right? That was yeah, that was yeah. it cold. You're, you have a new, better version of it, but yeah, um, it's got a little bit of that brightness in it, where it's like yeah. it's a kick, but it's not too bad. Because right, I right. wanted to make a sauce you could actually put on food. Right, right. That's the difference. Like I've had all these gimmicky fucking sauces that like blow your ass away, and I'm like I don't want right. that. I wanted something where it'll complement the fish. Yeah, and like you right. can actually throw on chicken and like tacos and like all this shit. Right. So yeah. So you know, enjoy that. Oh, um, hell yeah. I'm making tacos so, yeah. this week. Hell yeah. It's going to be... I mean, I have friends that put that on pizza. They like it. Mm-hmm. And the honey that you got. And Jess is another person, one of the three people in the world that actually have this. Um, I make fermented garlic chili honey. So it's I'm just... So it's raw honey with garlic cloves and chili. I left you one little garlic clove in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can eat it. I wouldn't. Just leave, yeah, it, no. just leave it in there for I'm the flavor. Gonna, yeah, I'm yeah. going to leave it in there. Um, but the chilies, as you, as you tasted earlier, it's, you know, it's... I don't know. It's amazing. I even, uh, my friend, my two friends run this uh, beer Instagram called Boozy Hops. Oh, I've seen you post that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I cooked for them one day. Okay. And I made these pretzels and with the egg wash on top, I, I brushed on that with the egg wash and then baked the pretzels. So uh, I baked with that on top. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. But, but yeah, anyway, so as we wrap up, um, I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on. This is like crazy. Yeah, so it's no like, problem. so basically... One more, I guess, one last thing you will maybe want to talk to people about or just say to people about um, anything, about, like, every, intertwining different things in your life, like, for you, like, art, like, acting, like, fitness, like, food, all this shit. Like, what do you, what helps you kind of keep the balance between everything and still kind of keep going, you know? I know that's, like, a loaded question. Yeah. But, I mean, but, uh, yeah. honestly, so, um, you don't want things that you love to become a chore. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's why I stopped taking, like, um, a commission, like, work. Like, it's like, I will churn out paintings as I please, as I am inspired, and they are going to look like whatever I want them to look like. And if someone decides to message me and say, hey, I really like X painting, whatever, gladly sell it, right? But I don't want people... I, I refuse to take, like... Um, straight commissions. Straight commissions. Because yeah, yeah. it's, like... It just makes something that I love a chore. And, like, uh, art, the art thing is something that I've done since I was a child. Since I was, like, six. So, like, I protect it because it's something that, like, I use to, like, decompress. Or when I feel it's, like, a way that I express myself. You know, same thing with, like, writing. I've been, you know, keeping a journal since right. I was seven. But I would never do it professionally. 
because I don't want it to become a chore. So it's just like a balance. Like fitness started becoming a chore when I became a coach. Right. So every now and then I'll like go into the gym just to like when it's dead, like at night, I'll like maybe like an hour or so before it closes and I'll just like work out for fun. Like that last post that I did where I'm like I jumping saw. around. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, it looked dead in there. There was nobody in there. Yeah, yeah, it was dead. It was like a 10 o'clock at night. That's when I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like, like fuck around. Yeah. And uh, and uh, cause this is what got, that, that kind of shit is what got me into fitness. Like doing something fun, doing things with my body that I didn't think I could do or in the past I wasn't strong enough to do. Like a fucking, like, like a jump squat into a pistol. Squat is something that I could have not done like two, three years ago, but here I am. So you still find a way, even though you yeah. do it for a job, you find a way to keep the balance a little bit. Exactly. That's what I'm, okay. yeah, that's what I, that's how I keep the balance of like, you know, just not, you know, just, um, you know, again, like with cooking, like I cook out of like necessity. Lot, it seems like. Yeah. It's yeah. not necessity, but it seems like you enjoy what you eat too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, which is good. I mean, it would suck if you were just like, you know, because exactly. you, you, you work with the people that, yeah. you probably know people that are just like eat plain chicken, Brussels sprouts, just like shove it in their face. They're like, yeah, All right, I got they fuel. eat you for know. fuel. And right. it's mostly when they're about to compete or something. So gotcha. like I okay. try to eat like healthy throughout the week. I do like quick, easy meal prepping so that like, it might not be the most delicious thing in the world, but it's there and it's fueling me. But I keep the balance and not hating it by like whenever whenever I have the day off like when I uh, made tacos for the first time like two three weeks ago tortillas I invited my the guy over and I promised him I would cook and he chose Mexican so I thought it would be fun to recreate those expensive ass tacos hell yeah (laughs) you know so that's why I made I made chipotle shrimp tacos and steak tacos that sounds fucking amazing chipotle try them chipotle shrimp Fucking amazing. We're gonna go get some chipotle peppers. All right. I um. Because that's how I, that's how I made. I uh, marinated the... them in orange juice. Oh shit! Yeah. It's like a mojo sauce a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It was really good. So. That's how I make um. When I make uh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, uh, where was from Charles? Yeah. I take the chipotles in the actual can. I puree yeah. that with my with... with fresh tomatoes and peppers and onions and stuff. And yeah. so I blend it all together to make like an orange kind of sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. God, how is it that we, we just ate and you're making me more hungry? All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, I want to thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks uh, for having me. It's been fucking awesome. Yeah. Guys, uh, you want to check her out on Instagram, underscore the, at underscore the Jessica Lopez. I'll put her link in the post that I post with this. Um, I'll probably post this with the tuna Hawaiian poke post. Look out for that. Uh, my Indiegogo is up for the hot sauce. You guys want to check that out. The link is still in the profile. And yeah, Jess, thanks so much for being on. Thank you it's for having fucking me. fucking awesome. And yeah. guys, this has been Spicy Memories Episode 3. Stay tuned for the next couple episodes. We have more guests on. And as usual, send me a request. And yeah, that's it. We're checking out. I'll see you guys later.